this segment, we're going to talk a little bit more about the uh, story we've been covering for an awful long time, which is the impending impeachment of of the big guy, Joseph Robinette Biden. So the case is now being laid out very methodically. And it seems to me, Speaker McCarthy was actually exed about this yesterday. And yeah, do, do we find out who the who the um, Corinna Jean-Pierre wannabe was that asked him the question? It was just a question from a uh, from the audience, right? Now, now this is was the town hall that was uh, was McCarthy at the town hall that was being held by Hannity. No. Okay, this is a different clip. Well, cue the McCarthy clip up because I want people to hear this. So. McCarthy is asked about the Biden crime family. Now, I've been saying all along here, if you missed all these shows, go back and listen to them. I've been saying all along, you're not going to get any movement on the impeachment. Joseph Robinette Biden, the regime leader, he's not president because he wasn't duly elected. Yes, 2020 was rigged. Yes, that makes me a conspiracy theorist. Hallelujah. I don't like them putting chemicals in the water that turn the freaking frogs gay. I don't like it either. Um, no movement was going to occur until McCarthy signed off on it. If, if Kevin McCarthy ever started talking about impeaching the big guy, then you would know that it's actually going to go through the channels and it's probably going to happen. Now, why does that matter? Uh, well, that matters because you have to have the speaker behind this because the speaker whips the votes. Now, Steve Scalise, my congressman, is the whip, but he's going to do, he's going to whip votes for whatever McCarthy tells him to whip votes for. So he needs 219 votes. He needs to whip 218, 218 votes to impeach Biden. Here's something that may be surprising, though. Are there Democrats who are now feeling the pressure of the evil that they have foisted upon all of the rest of America that might actually vote with the impeachment to save their own sorry carcasses. You know, there were a couple of Republicans that defected to vote for the impeachment of Trump in the House of Representatives. I wouldn't put it beyond the pale that some Democrat members of the party... Uh, of course, now, you have to be all in on the sacrifice of children. Whether it's through abortion, whether it's through contraception, or whether it's through the uh, harvesting of the A-word. I won't say it on you, boo, because it'll get all of us banned. Uh, so, yeah, you know what it is. Uh, you have to be all in with the whole program. Well, maybe some of them are just like, you guys actually, you're Satan worshipers. I don't want to be in league with you. In any event, here, McCarthy has asked yesterday about whether or not sh- uh, impeachment is going to proceed uh, and the answer might surprise you. Yes, ma'am. Harvesting of the A word. I won't say it on you, Boo, because it'll get all of us banned. Hold on. So you're watching it on you, Boob. <laughs> I heard myself going there. Wait a minute, I just said that. <laughs> all right, hang on, hang on. We. <laughs> Uh, Mitch O'Connell, the producer of the show, the crack producer of the show, the great, greatest radio producer there is, was monitoring the YouTube channel to see if it was actually working before we went and blabbered out there that, hey, hey, we're live on RTF Media. All right, we're ready to go. Three, two, one. On many issues, including... Such as what? On talking about an impeachment inquiry of President Biden, on appropriations, on a long list of things. 
Well, I, I don't know, because you haven't quoted anybody. You just say something, you say, you frame some, some brand of something, but l let, me, let me answer your question it's very forceful and truthful in this. I have nothing to do about who in the party. This is about America. And I raise to you, I've watched you on TV, you, you, you write every day about covering government. So right now you have a president who told you and every other American Regime that he's never talked president. to his family about business and they never got one dollar from China. You now know that's China. not true. You have a president, while he was vice president, that got 16 out of 17 payments from Romania while he was president. You now had never known that before he was elected, but you now have a document that the FBI had that didn't further investigate, even though the Justice Department said there was merit, that said, they were bribed and told they had to run through shell companies, which you never knew about, but now oh. you know there are shell companies. It's never and what happened. They put, what they made this claim to be, you find that the form of which to pay in is actually what came through. You now have IRS whistleblowers who are not Republican, philosophically, who now say they were denied the ability to do their job, and in trying to do their job in the investigation, of the Biden family, they were denied the 1023, even in meetings Dude, where David Weiss out. has said one thing to them and different to the American public, different than the Attorney General had promised the American public. They said that they should be prosecuted, but now we have found out that the department actually called the Biden family attorneys, told them ahead of time where documents were, oh. treated other people in politics differently, even went to the inaugural committee. Why would they give a heads up to the inaugural committee? Gee, I wonder. Why would they be denied the ability to go forward? Do they tell. believe the investigation was hampered using political purposes to treat them differently. Now, as an elected official, having all this information, should I ignore it? No. Congress has a responsibility for an investigation wing. All I'm saying is, and I'm sure you'd probably ask the same question, where's the truth? You've got to get to the bottom of the truth. And the only way Congress can do that is go to impeachment inquiry that gives Republicans and Democrats the ability to get all the information. Uh, dude, yes, okay, let me translate that for you. Uh, yeah, we're going to impeach the big guy. Yeah, we're going to impeach the slobbering, stammering, senile old bastard that has us on the, precip uh, on the precipice of WW, uh, WW3 with the Russians. Besides, there's all this like evidence and stuff. I'm fixing to commensurate this trial here. We're going to see if we can't come up with a verdict up in here. Prosecutor, why do you think you've done it? We're all this like evidence and stuff. But check this out. Congress should be like, guilty. Kevin McCarthy just laid out the House concurrent resolution that's going to be offered. You just heard it. He just gave it. To, that's almost verbatim. Now, I'm not watching the video because I can't see both screens at the same time. Maggie, was he reading from, or was he, was, was he going off the top of his head? Okay. So that means he has internalized what it is that they are going to go after the Biden regime for. Now, pay very close attention to your kind and humble host. I've been doing this for 32 years, 
I sat there and I watched the Clinton impeachment. I can tell you how the whole thing went down. I watched the trial. We broadcasted at 610 WIOD in Miami, and I was right there. We were uh, doing commentary in between the hearings and whatnot. Uh, both Champeachment 1 and Champeachment 2, you heard right here live on the Crusade Channel. Live talk radio the way it should be at crusadechannel.com. You should all head over to crusadechannel.com when the YouBoob stream ends today. I hope that you will. Uh, so I've seen the actual impeachment, and remember when uh, Nazi Pelosi, when Weinbox Nancy stammered to the dais on that day to hiccup and then proclaim that she was going to go ahead and bring the resolution to impeach Trump and sham impeachment one to the floor. They actually had a document, and they read it. Wherefore, Donald John Trump, 45th President of the United States, did do and commit, or however it was worded. Well, that's what Kevin McCarthy just gave you, the wherefores. Wherefore, Joseph Robinette Biden. The big difference here is that these are actual crimes that have actually been committed. So you're going to, in order, in, in other words, because the crime is the, these crimes have actually been committed. They have been recorded. There's a paper trail, and people can like, like know about it and stuff. There's actual prosecutable crimes here. Now, especially if you're new and you haven't been watching, or you don't even know that this radio show, TV show exists. Let me just walk you through something no one else in broadcast media is going to tell you about this situation. This was known in 2019. Mm -hmm. I was part of a group that put a four-part video series together called UkraineGate.info. UkraineGate 1, 2, 3, and 4. The acclaimed French journalist Olivier Boyard, uh, it was his idea. He did most of the investigative journalism. But there were dozens of other journalists that uh, participated in this. I provided the English voice over, because it was done in French, for the English version of episodes three and four. And so I was kind of, uh, now we worked on this, uh, Olivier started this in the summer of 20, uh, 2019. I came on board in December of 2019. So all of the, what you just heard was known in 2019. I knew it. It's all on the Ukraine Gate video, all of it. Everything you, did, everything McCarthy just said, and even more. Did you know that the country of Latvia indicted Hunter Biden for money laundering? Which is one of the reasons why Hunter Biden can't go and Joe Biden can't go to certain countries because if they do, well, then the warrants are probably going to execute. And, and Hunter is certainly wanted in Latvia. He's been charged in Romania with money laundering. In January of 2020, most people don't know this story. We reported it at crusadechannel.com. This is actual real news. The Ukrainian uh, prosecutor general, Viktor Shokin, brought charges and indictment against Joseph Robinette Biden from the days when he was vice president of the United States. And what did he bring the charges for? For interfering in the political affairs of the country, the sovereign state of Ukraine. Uh, shortly thereafter, the famous clip emerged of Biden saying that, oh, I was going to leave in six hours. No, you're not getting the money unless you fire the prosecutor. Well, before Shokin went after Biden, who did he go after? He went after the money guy. Nikolai Zloshevsky is his name. 
uh, who is the CEO or the founder of this uh, this criminal enterprise in, in Ukraine called Barisma. Now, ladies and gentlemen, all of this, and I hate to sound like a broken record, but it must be known, all of this was known in 2019. Some of it was known in even 2016 when Obama was still president. Remember, there was also the case, and this has never been fully investigated. There was also the incident where there was a meeting at the White House. Susan Rice was there. Obama was there. Biden was there. A member of the attache, if you will, from Ukraine was there. And they discussed what? Operation Crossfire Hurricane, among others. They were talking about how to get Trump. Hmm? This is when the Hillary, uh, the Hillary campaign, somebody floated the idea that there was intel floating around in Ukraine and Kiev that identified Trump's relationships or Trump's dealings with Putin and with the KGB and Russian spies and what have you here. This is the whole genesis for the Steele dossier and all that stuff. Uh, but, the, but, but, but understand that this happened while Biden was vice president and Obama was still president. They all knew about this. They were all in on Biden's grift. Play Marjorie Taylor Greene now. So let's fast forward to today. Jonathan Turley has a great piece out at jonathanturley.org. Nothing to see here. Members and the media, members and the media panic as the Biden scandal mounts. There was not enough evidence, there was not this much evidence to try and impeach Andrew Johnson in 1867, uh, as they did impeach him and they failed to get rid of him. Uh, There's a lot more evidence here to convict Joseph Robinette Biden because he actually perpetrated these crimes. And as I've been saying, dude, I've been covering this stuff for 32 years. I knew Biden was a criminal back when I got into talk radio in 1992. I knew he was a criminal and a crook and a wretched wretched excuse for a human beam in 1991 when he allowed Anita Hill to, try, uh, to testify in the Clarence Thomas hearing. All this stuff has happened. This is all part of the Biden legacy. It's about time it catches up with him. Here's uh, Marjorie Taylor Greene on the subject of the impending impeachment. What I'm demanding is that the Republican-led House of Representatives move forward on an impeachment inquiry on Joe Biden because this type of corruption should never be allowed to stand. We must expunge President Trump's wrongful impeachments, and we must impeach Joe Biden. Now, she's obviously one of the louder voices for this. The re reason you give speeches like that is to give the other guys that are terrified, the little panty-waist male wannabes, that are Republicans. Oh, but I don't know if I can do it, Bluto. I'm scared. What are you scared of, dude? Look, they already hit us with the corona doom. <laughs> They're trying to force you into an electric car that's going to explode. And if it doesn't explode, it's going to die. You're not going to be able to afford to replace it. What else are they going to do to you? Your children are fat. They're obese. They're suckling on corn syrup. <laughs> Look around you. We're at the gates of hell. You're worried about what they're going to do to you? That's if he can remember to order the hit on you. Turley. Now, this is 
this part of it is just fascinating to me. Why am I talking about Jonathan Turley? I didn't even know who Jonathan Turley was until October of 2019. Well, what happened in October of 2019? Remember the kangaroo court hearings that were held in the House Judiciary Committee, chaired by Fat Jerry Nadler, that were hearing the impeachment charges, and they were bringing documents and witnesses, documents and witnesses. Jonathan Turley was a constitutional law professor, is, and was brought in by the Democrats, and, or maybe he was brought in by the Republicans, as a witness to answer questions about the history of impeachment and whether or not what Trump had been charged with at the time, which, which was man, doing what? Manipulating the Ukrainians for his own political gain because he was terrified of having to run against Biden. Remember? And so Turley's brought in there. I didn't even know who Jonathan Turley was, and most people, I, I fancy, probably didn't either. And now he's kind of a fixture out there uh, as a constitutional scholar. Now, again, if you want to ask a question about what the Constitution says about this, I could probably answer it. But someone like Turley could certainly answer it. Is this an impeachable offense? Well, let's find out. I wonder after this plea happens if you would advise your party to move on. That's a quote. That's a question. That question from CBS's Face the Nation host Margaret Brennan, the Republican presidential candidate, Krispy Kreme. I'm, I'm sorry, you know. I'm sorry, Chris Christie, Chris Chris Krispy Kreme, Christie was raised just days before a former business associate of Hunter Biden, Devin Archer, gives potentially explosive testimony to a House committee in the Biden corruption scandal. Now, by the by, they say that Devin Archer is going to testify tomorrow. Devin Archer is in a federal pen. He's already pled out to some of what he did with baby boy crack, uh, crackhead Hunter Biden. Uh, he's made three previous scheduled appearances to testify in front of Jim Jordan's committee. All three times he's bailed. I don't know if he's ever going to show or not, but I do know this. Devin Archer was in cahoots and got checks from Nikolai, Nikolai Zloshevsky from Burisma, just like Hunter Biden got the checks. He knows where the bodies are buried, in other words, which is why he's probably being told, dude, if you go and testify, would you come back to the federal pen? A big guy named Bubba, a black guy named Bubba is going to be waiting there for you. And your Epstein sheets are going to be freshly washed, pressed and dried and ready for action. The media's desire to, to move on from the scandal is reaching an almost frantic level as millions in foreign payments and dozens of corporate shell companies are revealed and incriminating emails are released. Also remember, on the eve of the 2020 election, Tucker Carlson interviewed that guy, Tony Bobolinsky. Remember, he made a big hoop to do about it. We're going to have this exclusive interview with this guy, Tony Bobolinsky. What did Tony, Bo Tony Bobolinsky tell uh, Tucker Carlson about the China, the deal with China? I had the greatest economy in the history of our country. And COVID came in and ruined it. Well, you shouldn't have gone along with him. Besides that, Joe Biden is a crook. He's a criminal. He saw the testimony with Bob Belensky on Tucker. Everybody saw it. Everybody saw it, Maria. Bob Belensky told Tucker Carlson what? He was on a phone call with Biden. 
and he was told to accept the five million dollars. Or wait a minute, was it five million? I I, I I lose track of the of the crimes. Was it the five million? Was this the five million dollar bribe, or was this the uh, how much was it? Or was this the ten million dollars? Was this the ten million dollar bribe? I can't keep up with them. What was most striking about the last hearing involving two respected IRS whistleblowers was how Democrat members avoided virtually any specific questions. The members discussed everything from Emmett Till from the Emmett Till murder in 1955. Uh, let me ask you, IRS whistleblower, were you are you familiar with the Star Spangled Banner? Uh, uh, yes, Congressman. Did you know that Francis Scott Key was a slave owner? N no. No, I did not know that. Well, I think that this committee should know that. And I think that we should have a hearing on it. I thought we were here to talk about Hunter Biden and the IRS. Ah, well, we're not here to talk. Listen, you. Are you familiar with Rosa Parks? By the way, have you ever had any bazooka bubblegum? We're going to hear from Joe Bazooka here later today. I'm being facetious, as El Rushbo used to see, to de absurd to demonstrate absurdity. When you're caught, and you're dishonest, and you hang around with Satan worshiping, you know what, guzzlers, who have spirit cooking ceremonies, you know, people used to say that, you guys are so conspiracy, no one ever actually does that. Oh, yes, they do. Oh, yes, they do. And they are photographed. We have all these, like, evidence and stuff. I don't want to get sidetracked here, but your brain starts to go. When you can be convinced that mutilating 13-year-old children is in their interest, I'm talking sexually and physically mutilating them, there is something seriously wrong with your human intellect that God blessed you with. You're abusing it. You're not worthy of it. And it's become so corrupt that even the innocence of child now could be sacrificed for your own supposed well-being. Or for the, I'm sorry, it's for their well-being. Although we can't find many recipients of said mutilation that are still happy about it today. Because the older they grow, the more they feel betrayed. And the more they're like, I'm stuck in this Frankenstein shell of a body now. All right, subject for another day. People that bring that about can't have all the screws screwed in is the point yes they will deviate yes they are deviants yes they can hold the most diabolical thoughts in their mind and yes they can straight face look at cameras and lie at them so you just look straight at them and just tell the biggest whopper lies because to them it's not a lie it's defending their own evil jonathan turley the two members discussed everything from Emmett Till murder in 1955 to whether the term two-tier justice system is racially insensitive, and of course they wanted to talk about Trump. It was clear that the release of the new evidence of corruption had left no room to maneuver for both Democrat politicians and their media, as I call it, the fifth estate, state-run, state-owned media. Any question would now, uh, would now triple wire on the Bidens. 
So most avoid the allegations in favor of talking about Trump or other shiny objects. The only member who was unwise enough to venture into the allegations was Dan Goldman in New York, and the result was disastrous for the Democrats. Goldman bizarrely raised one of the most damaging new pieces of evidence in the investigation. He asked about a, quote, lunch where Joe Biden came to say hello with the Four Seasons Hotel to a lunch that he was having with CEFC executives. He then read how Biden associate Rob Walker described the origins of the meeting with the Chinese official to get his dad to stop by. Quote, Hunter told his dad that I may be trying to start a company or try to do something with these guys, close quote. Goldman acts slyly, quote, now let me ask you something. That doesn't sound much like Joe Biden was involved in whatever Hunter was doing with the CEFC if Hunter Biden is telling him that he is trying to do business with them, does it? Close quote. That is when Shapely stated the obvious. Quote, no, but it does show that he told his father that he was trying to do business. Underscore that word. Bzz. Business. Why does that matter? Well, the regime leader has said that he never had a conversation, not one. This many conversations with baby boy crackhead Hunter Biden about business. Zero point zero. Goldman finally saw that problem and cut him off with, oh, okay, uh, yeah, well, <laughs> that's true that Hunter Biden try, does try to do business. That is correct. <laughs> Sorry, Mr. Chairman, you can reclaim my, I, I surrender the rest of my time. The truth leaked out. But, uh, the problem is that Goldman just elicited sworn testimony on how Joe Biden did in fact know about these business dealings despite years of categorical denials, categorical denials of having any knowledge or interaction with Hunter or his business associates. Goldman demolished the Biden defense in less than five minutes. That's a Democrat. You see how, you know, remember, 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 do you remember, remember, way, way, way back, remember when we was little children and our parents used to tell us, don't tell a lie. And if you do tell a lie, you need to correct it and tell the truth. Because if you don't, you'll have to tell another lie to cover that lie. And then you have to tell another and another and another and another. And pretty soon it just snowballs. And now you got this mountain of lies, right? That's what was going to happen if that testimony would have continued. But the first lie was exposed. The big guy did talk to crackhead Hunter Biden mm -hmm. about his business dealings. We now know this. And of course, I, as I told you, we knew this back in 2019 in the Ukraine Gate uh, uh, investigation. This was all known, which I was saying at the time, why in the hell are they going to nominate Biden? He's under indictment. His son's under indictment. This video series shows what they were doing in Ukraine, and it was always about Ukraine. What an irony that they went after Trump for what he supposedly did in Ukraine. Uh, Turley continues, Archer, uh, now, Devin Archer is expected to testify that Joe Biden participated in actual telephone calls with them. That will allow investigators to build further on the foundation Goldman laid. 
Archer will join other witnesses like Hunter's business associate, Tony, Tony Bobolinsky, who I mentioned earlier, who said that he sat down with the big guy to, to, to discuss the details. Bobolinsky was instructed by Biden associate uh, James Gillar, uh, Gillar not to speak to the former uh, Veep's connection to any transactions. No matter the severity of the revelations, the fifth estate, state-run, state-owned media, that's me saying that, uh, calls the investigation a clown show. Others have continued to tell the public that, uh, that there remain no alleged ties from Hunter to President Biden despite emails, pictures, and witness testimony. Yet it is coming harder and harder to avoid these details. With the possible testimony of, uh, of Hunter's business associates, the only hope is that, by, that Republicans might be convinced to just move on. What was most notable about the question to Christie was the reference to the plea bargain. Okay, no, Devin Archer took a plea bargain, if you don't know. A year ago, I wrote a column on how the political and media establishment would likely use a scandal implosion approach as the evidence mounted over the corruption allegations. After the Democrats lost the House... There was a need to cap off the scandal, and I suggested that the Injustice Department would, would secure a light plea on a couple of tax counts with little or no jail time. Well, that's exactly what's happened, isn't it? It is unnerving to see how the response unfolded so precisely as predicted. Members made repeated reference to the plea bargain to avoid further discussion. In other words, they're going, no, no, Hunter already pled out. But well, wait a minute, Hunter Biden only pled out to some minor infractions, by the way, that would have landed you and I in jail, and supposedly he wasn't keeping his business books the way he should have, and he was, he was neglectful in timely filing of taxes. Nothing about what the tax forms actually showed or what the accounting actually showed. Don't ever forget the laptop from hell is a real deal. A laptop from hell has all the evidence on it. Now, I, I, I want to leave the fertile ground of this historical record stuff here and uh, the evidence and stuff. Let's talk about the politics of this, because this is where it really gets interesting. Regime Leader Biden is obviously impaired. He needs your prayers. All you Catholics out there, you need to pray for him to come back to the church, to go to confession, to get right with God, stop apostatizing, stop leading others to apostasy, and then for his health. Play the clip of the montage of Biden just gibberish. This is embarrassing stuff here. Why does, the, why does Jezebel Jill Biden, why does she keep sending him out there? Why do they keep pumping him full of whatever, shall we say, supplements to keep the guy going like the Energizer Bunny? Well, where's the bench? Who are they going to bring in to run against Trumpzilla? Listen, watch, listen, watch. For Muslim, for we cheer for Muslim athletes like Kareem Aljubu and 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 Joan Shangang. I'm going to pass for Shanga Koala. Ban on transgender Americans. Transgender Americans. Mr. President, thank you. Thank you. Thank you very much. Great to have you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Don't go anywhere. It's a very exciting day around here. Um, we'll have reaction. I met alone with him, just he and I, and a simultaneous interpreter, 68 times, 68 hours. 
68 times, more than 68 hours. All right. God save the queen, man. Come on, arm wrestle. Thank you very much, Mr. President. We really appreciate it, and we love you. Thank you. I might add, if I didn't, I'd be sleeping alone. <laughs> have to explain. I better explain that. Some don't know what I'm talking. My wife's a Philly girl. So, All right, where are we going? Well, we're going to win. <laughs> Truman, I live under pressure. Remember that one? It's been rumored lately that gruesome Gavin Newsom of ad is the Democrats' choice here to replace Biden should Biden falter. Why did Richard Nixon quit in 1974? Or 1975. Why did Nixon resign? Because Senator Frank Church and others told him, dude, these Democrats are going to bring an impeachment charge against you in the House of Representatives. They're going to call for a trial and they're going to embarrass the snot out of you. They're going to get their hands on those tapes. They're going to play them. And then they're going to bring Liddy and all the rest of the people that were involved in Watergate. And every person that was sitting at that table, when you guys orchestrated the plans to cover up what Liddy and the, 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 guy, the people that broke into the Watergate had done. And they're going to go up above and beyond that. And then we're going to have to have a trial in the Senate. And Mr. President, you might lose. And you'll be the first president, American president, president of these United States of America. You'll be the first one to have ever been impeached and removed. Do the honorable thing and quit. Now, there's so much going on here. Most people don't know. The deep state had already gotten rid of who would have become vice president because he might have been a spur or a burr in the side of the deep state. Who was that? Spiro T. Agnew was Nixon's vice president. Most people don't know this history because you weren't even born then. And really, there was no history before YouTube was invented anyway, was there? Well, maybe there was. Let's go back into the caveman wayback machine. So Nixon was told to quit because he was going to be embarrassed by a Senate trial. And even if he survived, his presidency would be over. So Nixon took the bait and he quit. They had already removed Spiro T. Agnew. So who did they put in there? The very malleable Gerald R. Ford, right? Ford was being set up so that Ford could go in there and bumble and fumble and rumble and then would go and unceremoniously get clobbered by James Earl Carter, the peanut farmer from Georgia. Uh, we all know what happened after this. The point being that the people that were in power played the long game to get rid of Nixon. And I don't know why they wanted to get rid of Nixon. Nixon did everything they wanted him to do, except the only thing he didn't do for the warmongers, for the neocons, the Decepticons, who were then young, was continue the Vietnam War. I mean, he took us off the gold standard in August of 1972. He started the Environmental Protection Agency under pressure from Democrats and their fifth estate, fifth, uh, fifth estate state-owned media. 
So Nixon was pretty much just was, just put, was storing up treasures or storing down treasures in hell. But apparently there was enough of the old Richard Nixon that they needed to get rid of him. And they got rid of him and got their guy in there, Ford. And, and then, of course, got their guy Carter in there, who would then systematically destroy, work at destroying the middle class of the United States. And that's pretty much what the regime leader has done. They had to get rid of Trump. So what did they do? They took, they launched the Corona Doom. They launched the project. They had practiced it at Event 201. They launched it, and they actually did it. It was not a trial, and they went ahead. Hey, we're going ahead with the conspiracy we have been dreaming up for 50-some-odd years. It's going to happen. We're going to do it. All the lockdowns and all that stuff, all of that was planned. That was a bunch of little tin-horned Nazi wannabe dictators who got to play dictator for a year and a half or two years. That brings us to today. The regime leader might be able to eke out another stolen election if he survives all of this and actually makes it to November of 2024 over. And yes, the nominee is going to be Trump. Even if Trump has to run on the MAGA party from a jail cell, he will still be the guy that will get the most votes and who will probably win in 2024. 